Oh, hi. Didn't see you there. Welcome to Bacon Cell. Good to be here, Joel. <laughs> when did you guys get in the room? A few minutes ago, I guess. Oh, welcome. I'm happy to have you here at it's, Bacon Cell. It's so nice to be here. Thank you. <laughs> this, is, this is weird. I don't know. It's a very pleasant show. I was going for pleasant. I, I think we need to be more exciting because this show is going to be awesome. It's going to be a fun one. I'll and tell you And by what. awesome, I mean probably our most random show yet. <laughs> it's going to be ranty, ridiculous. I think, is the word you're wanting there. Uh, ranty? Yeah. No, I think the last show was a little ranty. No, well, it was no, ranty no, on the part of some people. <laughs> yes. Some people were ranty. Ranty. English word. Others English. Great American. Arguments. <laughs> All right. Let's <laughs> not you. fall back into the old podcast. Um, welcome everyone to Bacon Sale. Please, hey. please set your expectations low for this one. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great. Hey, get excited and set your expectations low because yeah, it's Bacon Sale. I just paused it. So <laughs> yeah. yeah. Welcome. I'm Joel. I'm Kent and Jacob. And we would like to say that uh, we are on iTunes now. So if you're not listening to us on iTunes, you're welcome to go there, listen to us. Please rate our show and review our show. We love seeing the ratings and reviews. Only if they're five stars, though. <laughs> yeah. If you feel if you give us a four stars, I mean, you might as well if not you hate listen. the show. Just walk away. Just walk away. <laughs> Don't even go to iTunes. Or if it's, you're going by Joel's rating system, give us a two stars because that makes sense. <laughs> right? That's good. That's working. If you're going by Kent's rating system, just hate on us. <laughs> Kent cares. That's no. It's never going to catch on. <laughs> All right. So, what's our thing today? Today, we are going to talk about Star Wars spinoffs as a result of our Han Solo news. Han Solo news. You want to? Who, who's Han Solo? Han Solo. Okay. Yeah. It's Han. Is it Millennium Han. Falcon or Millennium Falcon? Hold on. Millennium Falcon. I say Falcon. I think I say Falcon. Huh? Is it Caribbean or Caribbean, Kent? Uh, if you're talking Pick about your pirates side. of the Caribbean, then it's Caribbean. But if you're going on a Caribbean cruise. Right? No. Maybe. I don't know, Kent. So they announced that they're going to have the Han Solo spinoff movie. Mm-hmm. It's going to be directed by Miller and Lord. Uh, Miller Lord? Miller uh, and Lord. Chris Miller and Phil Lord, who also did 21 and 22 Jump Street and the Lego movie. And so Cloudy t- with a Chance of Meatballs, which oh, is... Oh, they did? Yeah. Oh, I had no idea. Yeah. This is pretty good sounding, honestly. And you yeah. really like Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs, it's, but not I really two. Do. They didn't do two, right? N- I, they may have. No, no I, I have to check that. I'm now. not going to blame them for that one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm checking into it right now. But it, it's it's really interesting. I mean, these guys are climbing very quickly. They're also doing the script for the Flash. But now it seems that Disney has kind of roped them in. Yeah, you know, it's kind of like, hey guys, do you want to work on a I don't know a Star Wars movie? <laughs> yes, yes, we do. <laughs> well, that's what's so funny to me is the fact. By the way, they did, they did not direct Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs two. Okay, good, because that one was terrible. Mm-hmm. But they, it's just funny to me that they work in this very family friendly realm of you know the Lego Movie and uh, Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs, which are clever, fun comedies, and then they're able to do these raunchy comedies as well, like 21 Jump Street and 22 Jump Street. So uh, Joel and Kent have both come up with pitches for alternate uh, spinoffs from Star Wars. But can I, can I just say something right now? I'm interested to hear. Can I, can I just talk about this right now? Sure. I have to say, I cannot think of one good movie spinoff. Not one? Not one. I went through and looked to a list of movie spinoffs, and I didn't find one that I went, you know what? That's really good. I like that one. I'd for like to- example... For example, I'd like to bring up a... Uh, oh, let me push a button here. Nope, not that button. Well, let's hear some good ones, Kent. What's a good spinoff? Um, probably Supergirl uh, is a really good spinoff. Uh, the 80s Super- one? No. <laughs> I'm clearly joking. But Red Sonja, uh, which is also a pseudo spinoff of Conan the Barbarian. Wait, that's not good either. No. Um, I mean, just listen to some of these. Uh, we have Annabelle. Okay. Yeah. Dr. Doolittle 3, I guess they did a little spinoff there. Electra. 
Oh. They did, uh, I'm trying to look at all these ones. Min- minions, maybe good, probably not, based on all these other ones. Planes, which spun off from cars. Penguins of Madagascar. Puss in Boots. None of these. U.S. Marshals. I'm looking at these going, yeah, none of these are great movies. They may be entertaining to some, but they're not great. Uh, next year, I think late next year, we'll see Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them, the Harry Potter spinoff, which is the prequel, but still considered a spinoff, I yeah. would say. Maybe good? Well, and maybe, but there really is not, there's not a good track record with spinoffs. So why do you think Disney and Star, you know, LucasArts and all those guys are making spinoffs now? Because they have Rogue One, which is in the works right now. Mm-hmm. And then Han Solo's movie. You know, maybe Why would not, they do this? Maybe they're not classifying them as spinoffs, though. I mean, because I think they're trying to build a universe here. They're like, well, Marvel works but as a universe. That's what a, that's what a spinoff is, is. That's the whole point of it, is you have a show, and then a spinoff character is just one that kind of, they do their own thing. Yeah. So Rogue One and, and Han Solo both kind of fit into that realm. Yeah, but I just don't see the point, because I feel like the story, as far as we'll see in, like, The Force Awakens and 8 and 9, the, the story for Han Solo... Side. Is and the light. <laughs> oh, father. <laughs> oh, nope. Don't even no. get to try it. <laughs> I, I feel like we'll see the story of Han Solo, so I don't need to see a prequel of him in his younger days, like dashing Han. Well, I mean, he was pretty young to start with. Yeah. It's like, how much younger are we going to get? Is it going to be like, you know, his teen years? Be like Anakin. Well, that's, so, I don't think anyone wants that. And that's that. a good question. What do you guys think the uh, Han Solo movie will be about? I think he's going to be a wise-cracking, yeah, it's sarcastic be a guy. Movie is what it's going to be. <laughs> yeah, basically, we've surprise, seen it so surprise. many times. Yeah. Uh, is Lando Calrissian going to be in that movie? He's got to be, right? Maybe? Yeah, his childhood friend Lando. Uh, I think Greedo has to be in the movie as well. Uh, little Greedo, who is apparently friends with Anakin Skywalker back in the pod racing days. Do you remember that? Yeah. Episode one? Yeah. I, I barely remember that. Greedo was there. <laughs> yeah, but Baby Greedo. Was that actually, like, is that Baby Greedo or just another? No, it's Greedo's Baby Greedo. It is? Yeah. That is so bizarre. It was like an Easter egg that was in your face because George Lucas is not really sure how to do Easter eggs. <laughs> I have a bad feeling about this. He said it. Yeah. He said it. Although I do like every time they say that. By the way, according to what my uh, my research here, it looks like Harrison Ford was actually in his 30s, like 30... Seven? No, 35. Almost during, an old. During Star Wars. Wow. Yeah. He was my age. Holy cow. Harrison Ford in that era, like, who boy? You know, I, <laughs> what are you saying? It's <laughs> great. <laughs> in every which way. I mean, Indiana Jones, no, Star Wars. I, no, he's so iconic. He's a great character. Yes. But he is himself. Like, you could almost put it as, you know, Indiana Jones was on Earth and stuff like that and did his stuff. And then he mm-hmm. decided to go to another planet and became Han Solo. I yeah. buy that because they're pretty much the same character, but they're awesome characters. I actually think the movie should take place from Greedo's perspective. <laughs> I think, uh, you know, it should show Greedo as he grows up and sees everything happen through the first trilogy. And then basically he meets Han Solo and he goes, hey, this smuggler, he's up to no good. And he starts a rivalry with him and it just gets really ugly. You know what should happen? Hmm. They should have a montage to Eminem's Lose Yourself. You only get one shot. Do not miss your chance oh. to blow. Because opportunity comes once in a lifetime. No, I, I think that's exactly where it should go. He wants to uh, challenge him to a duel this entire movie. Finally meets him in Mos Eisley Cant- Cantina. And after he dies, there is the debate throughout Greedo's family. Because Greedo's family and everyone in history would now say that Greedo shot first. Yeah. But others, other classic, you know, Star Wars fans. Theatrical Star Wars yeah, fans. Theatrical Star Wars fans, not special edition, would say that Han shot first. Yeah. So it's the controversy. Hey, what about what about Chewie? How come we're not talking about him? Maybe we should have... Well, Wayne the problem Han was Chewie already, Chewie already had his spinoff. 
because did the he? Christmas special. Oh no! If you if you guys have not seen the Christmas <laughs> yeah, special, you need to go real. watch it. No, you it's haven't true. seen it. You no. haven't seen the Christmas special. So okay, don't watch it. Post Star Wars, Star Wars is already a big thing. They decided to do this it? Christmas special. <laughs> oh, it's so bad. But it's based around Chewbacca's family, and they don't speak English, and there are no subtitles for the first I don't know ten fifteen minutes. So it's just like Chewie's little son walking and going, and the mom going, and, and, the, and the dad's reading the paper, and they're all waiting for Chewie to get home so they can celebrate. What do they call it? Yeah, Earth Day. It can't be Earth Day. What Kwanzaa? No, it's like this Christmas Planet Day. I yeah. can't remember. But B. Arthur from the Golden Girl shows up at one point. It's a variety special. Yeah. Like they really do like go through these. Oh, here we're going to watch this person dance around for a while. I guess this was just for TV. Yeah. Yes. And, and it, they've tried to make us forget about this. Life Day. It's Life Day. It's Life Day. It's Life Day. Um, but you know what's weird? As bad as it is, it's still better than episode one. No. <laughs> no. That's, it's not. I tried to watch this, even ironically, and it's painful. Yeah. Like, there's a very, very awkward scene. Uh, family friend. I'll keep it family friendly. But there's a very awkward scene when uh, Chewbacca's grandfather, each other very much. When, when Grandpappy Chewbacca on the planet Kashyyyk... He puts on a virtual reality headset and watches an exotic dancer. And you just see this exotic dancer, and then you watch the grandpa go, <laughs> It's really awkward. It's a travesty. Let's so just I don't, say that. I don't think any sort of spinoff with any spinoff with Chewbacca as the main character no, or his family. I think if we see a teenage Chewbacca in high school, and he's just starting to grow a little bit of, of body hair. You know, the, they're, that, born, that born with, they're born covered in hair. Did you not see his little <laughs> yeah, brother? That's true. Maybe Chewbacca started late. Maybe, but I'm pretty sure Maybe he has hairy. a skin disorder. He's got alopecia or something. Alopecia is the opposite. What? No. <laughs> Good heavens, you He's two. Got childhood but alopecia. No, mark my words. If they, <laughs> if, if they were to make any sort of Chewbacca spinoff based on the planet of Kashik with all the Wookiees, it would be compared to the Christmas special, and George Lucas does not want that. Yeah. Although he doesn't have much he of a hand. Really have any say, no. He sold the rights. But Let's be honest. If, any, if there's going to be a Han Solo movie, he will be about 20 years old. And there will be a 20-year-old Boba Fett, and they will be just doing smuggling and the bounty hunting and all that jazz. Yeah. It will – if they don't give Boba Fett his own movie, he will be the co-star in this one. I still am amazed. And I, and I know there are people out there who love Boba Fett. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying he sh- he's not a character you should love. But watching the original series again, I was amazed by how little he's in the movie. And Very how, little. And how yeah. little he has to do with the movie. And yet no. he became this iconic It comes down to role. this. He doesn't speak. He's got a cool helmet. He does speak. And a cool ship. He does speak, though. What do you say? Yes, Lord Vader? No, it's just things like, you know, I don't want him to be damaged. And oh, that's like true. That and, okay, okay. And things like that. But it's this. But it's he has a cool ship with the Slave One. Right. And he has a cool helmet. And that's kind of it because he's, sorry, he's kind of lame. Whoa. He kind of gets propelled into the Sarlacc pit. Well, it is. It, well, it's it, an unceremonious No, death. you know there are people out there right now going, he survived the Sarlacc pit. He got out. The Sarlacc pit. I'll tell you what, though. And, and <laughs> I will say, doing the research for this podcast made me realize how little I actually know about the Star Wars world. I'm a big fan of the movies, but I'm not a fanatic. And I think it's so funny that now with the new uh, series coming out, they're basically saying all those expanded universe canon, that's not canon. Yeah. We're going with our own thing. And on the Star Wars page, uh, Wikipedia, they have a tab and it has uh, legend, 
which is all the expanded universe, and then they have canon, which just goes with the movies. Okay. So they've actually separated it on the site now. You know what's strange is, you know, I think you and I can agree, we're not the biggest Star Wars fans. We know Star Wars. Well, you're fans. You're just not real fanatics. We're fans. We're not fanatics. You're exactly right. I've watched the movies so many times, but I have not read one book. But, like... I've read Shadows of the Empire, which, you know, when I was 12, that was awesome. Is that awesome. the one with uh, uh, Dash the, Rendar? the vampire one with uh, Prince Caesar? No, with Ma- John Malkovich. Is that the one? <laughs> <laughs> yes, it was. Yes. <laughs> but, you know, I ask people around, you know, where, you know, where I work, ask people elsewhere. And here's the weirdest thing is I always thought of Star Wars as a boy thing. Mm-hmm. I always thought, oh, the movies are not the biggest movies of all time because only boys like them. And by and large... Women were like, let me tell you what should be a Star Wars spinoff. Hmm. Like three women in specific were like, this, this, this. And guys were like, yeah, you know, I watch Star Wars. Well, speaking of, speaking of that, I want to hear some spinoff ideas. For the Star Wars thing? Yes. Okay. All right, we can do that. We, Kent and I were assigned coming up with, if we could spin off a Star Wars character, which one would we spin off and why? We had to come up with a plot for these movies as well. So it wasn't just, you know... Oh, I want to see a movie about Django Fett. It's like, no, you have to talk about why you want a movie about Django Fett and what comes of it. That's right. Do you want to go first, Joel, or you want Kent to? Yeah, I want Joel to go first. I'll go first. Yeah. Okay, I'll go first. I would like to see a spinoff on Admiral Akbar. (laughs) You mean, it's a trap. It's a trap. Uh, Yes, I would like to see an an Admiral Akbar spinoff. And I think this movie would go very well. Who would play him? Channing Tatum. R- remind us who he is. What? <laughs> he's, Shut up. He's the Red Lobster Man uh, that says, It's a trap! In the uh, Return of the Jedi. Okay. And he, he's the admiral of all these ships. Yeah, basically, the Rebel Alliance, he is one of the commanders. Yes. Yes. And so, uh, Channing Tatum would be the body. Shirt- shirtless, of course. Painted red. Because <laughs> he has a lobster head. Wait, so he wouldn't wear the big white spacesuit? No, it this, would just this, be... is, this is earlier years. <laughs> Now <laughs> and he still has a big giant squid. Yes, because it will make sense. And actually, the, he'll be voiced by Billy West from Futurama, who does okay. Zoidberg. Zoidberg. <laughs> but so, body of Channing Tatum, voice of Zoidberg. Yeah, pretty much. Lobsterhead, dude. His race is Mon Calamari. Calamari, yeah, delicious. <laughs> they couldn't be more on the nose. He's a squid, basically, is what they're saying. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so here's the plot. Uh, his name's Guile, actually. G-I-A-L. So I think it's Guile or Guile. Really? Guile? That's awesome. Yeah, Admiral Guile Akbar. But back then he was just Guile Akbar. Guile Akbar. He's a hotshot pilot who doesn't play by the rules. Oh, wait, is this the the crawl or is this the your summary? This, this, is, this is the pitch. Should okay. I do the crawl first? No, no, no. Summary's fine. Okay. okay. So <laughs> he's a hotshot pilot who doesn't play by the rules. But because of his loose cannon attitude, he leads his squadron into a trap and gets them all killed. Since that time, he has vowed to always be in control, to obey the rules, and to never, ever get caught in a trap again. <laughs> That's pretty good. The title? Admire Akbar. Oh, boo. Yes. <laughs> Admire Akbar? Admire Akbar. No. Yes. Well, it couldn't be like entrapment, you know. Entrapment was already taken. Yeah. Uh, so I couldn't use that this one. This part, it would be Chang Tim's body going through the lasers. <laughs> <laughs> with, with Chewbacca's grandfather going, brr, brr. see, I feel like uh, Admiral Akbar's movie or Guile Akbar's movie. I can't believe I'm calling him Guile now. Guile, uh, Guile. Guile. I, I, think I feel it's like Guile. it would be like a Hunger Games thing where he goes and does the Hunger Games, and there are all these traps, if you will, and he's <laughs> the one that he's like, "Don't go, Tracker Jackers. It's a trap." Right, but that's the thing is, this is where he learns his lesson. 
mm-hmm. gets his squadron killed, and from then on, it's like that was a trap. I shouldn't have done it. And then when he when he realizes in Return of the Jedi, that's why he has that big "it's a trap" moment. I'm telling you, this is great. <laughs> it sounds great so far. So <laughs> <laughs> Just, that's how this show, whole show is, is going to get. That sounds great, you jerk. <sighs> Right. Anyway, we're but gonna, I can hear the crawl. Yes, well, and for those of you, the crawl is the opening credits with the music and everything. And so Kent and I have queued up some music that we're going to read the crawl that would start at the beginning of Admire Akbar. Ready? <laughs> There's a Star Wars title fading in. All right, I'm seeing it now. Yeah. Everyone, close your eyes. Now here comes the crawl. The Clone Wars have begun. Across the galaxy, the Rebel Alliance is looking for pilots who can hold their own against the evil Galactic Empire. Guile Akbar, that's pronounced Guile, by the way, is an up-and-coming, aspi- uh, up-and-coming pilot aspiring to glory and power. He plans to lead the Rebels to victory, but is his mouth writing checks that his body can't cash? <laughs> <laughs> Battling his own hubris, Guile races against time and his fellow pilots in order to become a squadron leader and restore freedom to the galaxy. Still better than The Phantom Menace, I think. <laughs> There's my first one. Admire Akbar. I hate the title, but I do love the story. I was going to say I admire Akbar, but then I was trying to figure out who would the I be. Yeah. So. No, that's really, really good. Get Jake, it? Jake, did Ad- you like that? Would admire, you watch that movie? Admire Akbar? No. Admiral Akbar? No, I hate it. I hate Boom. that. <laughs> but you're going to love the title of my spinoff. Okay. Yeah, Jake, do you, do you have something to say no, about this no, movie? No, no, no. Let's just move to yours. I want to hear this. Yeah. I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited to hear yeah, yours. too excited. I'm going to do the crawl first, and I'll explain the movie. You're so, gonna do, oh, should we do crawl first? No, it doesn't matter. It's I, I think that might be a good go. way, because I, I think that way um, I kind of... Excuse read. me. A long time ago, in a galaxy far, far away... It, just imagine Star Wars. I'm imagining it. Something wicked this way comes. Oh, come on. <laughs> wicked? No. The, the Ewoks have long been a lovable race. They've shared many adventures and even battled for Endor. Yet no one knew the dark secrets behind a tropical paradise hidden deep within the woodlands of Endor. Where'd your music go? It's awkward. Here it comes. No one ever asked questions about how the Ewoks take no prisoners and have a penchant for roasting their prisoners. Now the Ewoks have taken their bloodlust to, to new levels. Oh, goodness. They are now playing the most dangerous game as a pack of Gungans have been dropped in the middle of the jungle. Oh, no. Hold on. I'm waiting. As Jar Jar Binks would say, "We's a gonna die." <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Oh, good heavens! Okay, let's hear the summary, please, because I, I have no idea what's going on. Other <laughs> than it seems like a, a like a dark, twisted version of Battle of Endor. So it, it's a little strange in Return of the Jedi. And I think a lot of adults' biggest complaint, and as a kid, you love Return of the Jedi because there are Ewoks. I still love Return of the Jedi. As an adult, you're like, "Oh, the Ewoks are kind of dumb, yep. and they could take down an army of stormtroopers." Yep. I mean, it's dumb, but it's fun, right? It can, it's Star Wars. If it can happen in Avatar, it can happen in <laughs> yeah, Return true of the story. Jedi. <laughs> but the thing is, no one really wonders, where did the stormtroopers go? It's not like the Rebel Alliance. I think the Rebel Alliance turned a blind eye to what the Ewoks actually did with the stormtroopers that they took prisoner. Are you they saying that they're, they're cannibals? They're cannibals. They're not cannibals because they're just at the top of the food chain. Oh. In this case. Well, so it's basically like bears eating people. Yes, little tiny adorable bears eating people. Because they did try to roast Han Solo. <laughs> That's the and... tagline right there. <laughs> they even tried to roast C-3PO and everything like that. You know, it just, 
They didn't they, try to roast C three PO. Oh yeah, they worshipped him. They only worshipped. Yeah, they, they worshipped him. Be your Star they Wars tried card. to eat everyone else. If, dude, we were both going to have to give our Star Wars cards. Yeah, to I, I already. Our I fact could, I'm worried about our fact checkers. <laughs> That's not how you pronounce Guile. <laughs> it's not Han Solo. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think the Ewoks are actually really, really dark. We think they're all cute, but I think this will be kind of like Lord of the Flies, where Wicket will try to protect the Gungans, but and the rest of the Ewoks will be very bloodthirsty, and then. Everyone will tr- will turn on Wicket until everyone is dead except for Wicket, and he will become a Sith Lord. Oh, come on. Because he's so <laughs> deep and dark no. because he's the only survivor. Wicket is like the best Ewok. Nope, Darth Sith Wicket. Lord. Warwick Davis would do this movie in a second. Oh, he, well, yeah, he would, but he did Leprechaun, too. <laughs> All right, I admit, I wasn't with you until he became a Sith Lord. No. <laughs> Something no. Wicket this way comes. No. Is that the title? <laughs> yeah, that's oh, the title. Oh, come on. <laughs> That's awesome, right? That is terrible. <laughs> no, it's, it's a battle for survival, uh, and they're hunting Gungans. Like, everyone will be like, go Ewoks, until you realize what they're actually doing, and they're terrible. They're not terrible, though. Don't you remember that the Ewoks had a spinoff? There have been a couple Ewok That's what I'm movies. Saying. There were Ewok adventures. With, like, the you glass know, was... donut and that freaky water that sucked you under and the little blonde curly-haired girl. That was all propaganda, like, pro-Ewok stuff. You're they're that's, really that's not dark. not canon. It's not. Well, come on. Those were created by Ewoks, is what you're saying, those <laughs> yes. movies, to help their image. And Wilford Brimley. Come on, they are adorable little creatures. You're not going to turn them into, into bloodlusting. Would Sith you be lords. okay just like wandering through the jungle and these little bears with turbans? <laughs> not turbans. They, they were Whoa, <laughs> This has gone way off the rails. My turn. <laughs> Your turn. Okay, I'm going to do the crawl again this time because I think that uh, <laughs> I think that goes out well because then I can give more detail after instead of giving less detail after. Sure, so go I'm going to go it. with the crawl first. All Ready? Right. Here we go. Star Wars. Thanks. I wasn't sure what kind of show we were doing. I just have to wait for it. Okay. 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 Who's Salacious Crumb? (laughs) It is a dark time for Salacious B. Crumb. (laughs) Although his comedy routine killed on his home home planet Kowak, audiences across the galaxy want to kill him because of his jokes, and he's finding the comedy scene to be unforgiving. After a particularly bad set... Crumb's, Crumb finds himself without money, without a home, and without friends. It seems he'll have to get a day job. However, unknown to Crumb, the Hut Cartel on the planet Tatooine have opened a comedy club and have dispatched thousands of talent scouts into the far reaches of space to find entertainment for their open mic night. <laughs> and that's who's salacious Crumb. Who's, it's like, yeah. like who's, who's Harry Crumb. Who's Harry Crumb, yeah. yeah. John Candy movie for anyone that doesn't know. Yeah, it's not one of his better movies, yeah. actually. But uh, I just want to give you an idea. For those of you who don't know who Salacious Crumb is, uh, he's this guy. Yeah, that's him. Yeah. yeah. The little goblin laugh. The he, li- he yeah. always freaks me out when I was a kid, actually. Really? I, I was like, he was oh hilarious. my gosh, that guy is so evil because he always laughs like that. So you did. Out of everyone in Jabba's palace, you picked Salacious Crumb? I, I picked Salacious Crumb. <laughs> Why? So the thing I would have chosen not, too. Because honestly. I always liked him. There's Bib Fortuna. You yeah. could have done Jabba. I, well, I could have, but here's the thing. I'll, let me tell you the story about this, okay? So who would play Salacious Crumb? Andy Circus, of course. Oh, yeah. Even, Clearly. Course, he would be, he would be, he would not be just a thing. Not just a puppet. He wouldn't just sit there with his so, arms or his legs crossed? No, it's not puppet. It's all CGI now because okay. he's got to walk around. Yeah, like, They true. just basically had him stationary on, on Jabba's throne the whole time because he was a puppet. Can you do his laugh? Can I do his laugh? Yeah. It's <laughs> <laughs> pretty good. That was pretty good. Anyway. So, uh, Salacious Crumb is a wisecracking Kowakian monkey lizard on the streets of Tatooine trying to become rich and f- trying to become a rich and famous stand-up comedian. 
but when he plays a prank on a crime boss during a show and accidentally kills him, his life is in danger. That is until a rival mobster named Jabba takes him under his wing and gives him the fame that he wanted, but at what cost? We could watch Jabba's rise to fame. That's what I'm saying is this would kind of be – this is a character we could relate to showing Jabba's rise to like the hut status and the godfather status. How did Jabba become, you know, a gangster lord? It's not basically. canon. I, I don't even acknowledge it. Oh, it's, it's not, not canon? canon? No, it, it's, it's all like it was in the legend section. I was reading up on it. But then you click over to canon and it's just the movies. So oh. they have the whole hut's history and stuff like because that. Because he planet. is a giant slug. Yeah. And I just don't get like who he crawled over to get to the top. Well, that's. That's pretty much what Marlon Brando was, a giant slug who crawled his oh, way to the top. Oh. <laughs> On my daughter's wedding. He well, was, that was like a prospector. He was like 40 when he filmed that. I know, and he had like cotton stuffed in his mouth, and he was <laughs> yeah. all weird. But I think Salacious Crumb, this would be kind of the fun little wisecracking thing, and then it's just this dark kind of he becomes I don't know if I could watch an world. entire movie from that voice, from that perspective. Of Salacious Crumb. Really? Yeah, I don't think so. I think it'd be hilarious. He's that annoying. If we can listen to Chris Tucker, we can listen to Salacious Crumb. <laughs> oh my gosh, can Chris Tucker point. be his voice? <laughs> uh, or Kevin Hart? It's got to be Andy they're, they're Circus. The same. Yeah. It's got to be Andy Circus. Okay. So, yeah, Salacious Crumb. That's my spinoff. That's what I want to go with. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. I don't know if you have me sold yet. What? But, you know. Okay, I'm sorry. There. Okay, Salacious Crumb has bloodlust and he kills people. <laughs> because here's now? what I want to see. I think if it's part of this. Honorable mention movie, which I think would be great. This is actually not my selection. So is, is it okay to share other ideas? Sure, yeah. Okay. So I think as part of Jabba's Palace, we're going to share another story. Okay. And I didn't do a crawl for this one or anything. This one's just an idea. Okay. But it's about the Do you ran- want music? I can play music. No, it's about the Rancor and his owner. Oh. I know. Too soon, right? It's like, I know. that. Why did they make that animal so sad? Like when he died, I really felt sad. So I'm like, this is This is the story. So basically... This man, he finds the Rancor as he was, is a tiny little creature, and he raises him till this Rancor is of age, and he goes, you know, this is wrong. I shouldn't keep a Rancor in captivity. I can't keep this as a pet. And so he sends it out into the wild and says, live with your other creatures. You know, you shouldn't be with humans. And then this guy, this Rancor owner goes, yeah, I'm going to go visit. And this was 10 years later. He goes to visit his Rancor. And just like those lion tamers, he goes out to visit in the wild. You remember the lion tamer story? Mm-hmm. Where the lion came up and gave him a big hug. Oh, the ranker's gonna do <laughs> the that. The ranker's gonna do that. Give this guy a big hug. That's a Chewbacca. Yeah, yeah, bull Chewbacca. And so they are going to get rekindled in a way, and then they are going to be captured by Jabba. By the way, the ranker owner, I just looked it up. His name is Malakili. Yeah, Malakili. Clearly. <laughs> <laughs> Malakili. Mal meaning bad and Kili meaning kill? I don't yeah. know. Yeah, basically. Did his, he get his own action figure? Because everyone else yes, did. Yes, okay. I, I think my brother had him as an action figure. We had the Rancor. I know we had the Rancor. So what happens is Jabba actually takes the Rancor prisoner and makes the Rancor kill all of these. It, almost like Gladiator games. He makes him kill all the prisoners and uses this guy, Malakili. Clearly, that's, yeah, his, that's name, his name. It's got to be his name. To control the Rancor and train him to do this. And honestly, they were about to win their freedom until one last match. Mm. And that's when Luke Skywalker was dropped into the Rancor pit. Oh, no. He was going to get his freedom after that? They were both going to get their freedom, and Luke Skywalker killed the Rancor. And so not only was Malakili sad about the Rancor's death. Luke's a villain in this one. But he also lost his freedom. So I just want to point this out. So I I looked on the the Wikipedia, Star Wars Wiki. So I looked on the Legends section, and it has like, I don't know, dozen paragraphs on him and his history and stuff like that. And then I click on Canon. 
and it's one paragraph. Okay, what does and it I, say? It's like, I'll just read it to you, the thing in its entirety. Malakili was a human male who served as a caretaker to the Rancor in Jabba's palace in Tatooine. Despite his tough and crude personality, Malakili cared deeply for beasts. <laughs> the end. The end. That's all. That that's pathetic. all we know about him. In the canon. In Legends, it has this whole backstory, but canon, that's it. All right, before I share this crawl... Uh, of my actual second wait, idea. Wait, wait, wait. You, you gave an alternate. Can I give an alternate real yeah, quick? Yeah, no, go for it. That way, you know, it's not just the Kent show. Sorry, Kent. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so here's mine. Spinoff, Darth Vader. I want to know where he came from. <laughs> I want to know who trained him. I want to know what his relation nope. to Luke and Leia was. How did he lose his limb and become part robot? And what biologically gives him the force? You know, I think it's a terrible idea. <laughs> I mean, you saw Maleficent the other, you know, the other week. I think it would be a terrible idea to explore the origins of Darth Vader. Oh. Well, it, the thing is, I'm being facetious, of course, because there are some things that really bother me. But I think George Lucas, I mean, he started off the story with part four. He probably already had this backstory in place, so it really wasn't a spinoff. But I do think it's ridiculous how he tried to explain some things like the midi-chlorians. Seriously? That just... Ugh. Anyway, that's my facetious... He had two million more than Yoda in his blood. <laughs> Shut up. More than Master By Yoda. Way, you know, some fact checker is going to be calling me on that as well. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 I think it was four million, Kent. We're going to let everybody down. The prequel trilogy, if we're being honest here, could have been great. Instead, it was just good. <laughs> no, That's what so are you generous. talking about? It's entertaining. No, it is not. Yeah, we're not going to get into this again. We already got into a whole debate I'm on just the saying, second episode. What they should have done is had it be from uh, Obi Wan Kenobi's perspective. That we're, we're able to watch was. the entire story. No, it wasn't. He just kind of in and out, and it was Padme and Anakin. And just all agree it was a D plus on Kent scale and a two on Joel's. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay, that's fair. Well, it depends which episode we're talking about. Anyway, Kent, you want to go with your next one? Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. Final what one? You said, it reminded me when you said uh, Darth Vader. What if there was an Emperor backstory? Do you guys have that one in your... We did have an Emperor backstory. We do? Kind of. We go, well, we got to see Senator Palpatine. Hmm, wonder who that could be. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Turn into <laughs> Emperor evil. Palpatine. Um, actually, so Mark, who we know, who's on our Fast and Furious podcast. Right. He was very passionate about this, and he didn't – I don't know if he even wants us to joke about these plots because <laughs> he wants us to give real plots. Well, I have one that might be a little more serious. And, okay. and truth be told, I think these could be made, the ones I've given so Who's far. Who's Salacious Crumb? Yes. <laughs> Who's Salacious Crumb? And so he was the thinking – The cover would be him on a window with suction cuffs. <laughs> <laughs> I could see that. Yeah. Um, so he, his thought was, you know, kind of like the game Knights of the Old Republic, which is a very popular PC game. Yeah. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong. And uh, – <laughs> And it goes more into the history of the Sith. And and this is way before the whole balance of the Force, way before the stories, we well, we as we know. Right. And it's more about how this... So not canon. Not canon at this point. How there was a whole bunch of Sith, almost like a Sith council, and they kept killing each other. Like an anti-IMF force? Yes, like an anti-IMF. <laughs> Ugh. It's an anti-impossible mission force. Yes. Uh, you said anti-IMF force. Yeah. Yeah. It's redundant. Well, I think I got my money from the ATM machine today. Yes, that's and true. Put in my PIN number. Play so. an RPG game. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh, basically it's all these Sith and they are killing each other. And so one of the major Darths said, okay, I'm going to kill everyone. except major Darths. For, and major Darths. <laughs> except for me and my apprentice. And that is it. And from that point on, it was only two Sith at a time. Hmm. Which would kind of be cool to see, like, the origins of the Sith. Can I bring up something that... And that in fact, it will be called Origin ...has been weighing Sith. on my conscience lately about Star sure. Wars? So the prophecy was that Anakin would bring balance to the Force. Okay. And truth be told, he was the one in the end to destroy the Emperor, right? 
So technically he was that prophecy person. I disagree, but go ahead. But my point is, shouldn't balance be a dark and a light? Yeah, and that's where I disagree. Because it doesn't seem they're bringing balance to the force if they're getting rid completely of the dark side. I just, I just been thinking about that lately. There seems to need to be an opposition in all things for some reason. Yeah, if there's two Sith, there should be two light side, right? There should. Maybe they don't need as much power, but the fact that they kind of, you know, got rid of them, I was always like, that doesn't seem like balance to me. I'm glad the good guys it's won. It's mostly like, yay, I prefer, we win. I prefer Jedi to Sith. I prefer Jedi lightsaber colors to Sith lightsaber colors. I'm all about the Sith. <laughs> What? That's telling, right? That is. You probably you played with the orcs instead of the humans and Zerg instead of the humans. I mean, if I you? ever play a Star Wars game, I go bad. Whether it's an iPhone game or whatever. Hashtag Kent is bad. You're probably a Slytherin, too. Uh, you probably are a Slytherin. I am a Slytherin. <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> Gryffindor! You are not... Okay, we're that's not another podcast. That. We're not getting into that. I will get just as mad as I did during the Rocky podcast. <laughs> <laughs> You're a Slytherin. All right, so do you have uh, two more or one more? I have two more. Okay, so sorry, yeah, I, that's right. why I went on tangents. Yeah, sorry, it's okay. So before I start my crawl, I have to tell you about Yaddle. Wait, what? isn't that the matchmaker in uh, Fiddler on the Roof? <laughs> <laughs> Tradition! <laughs> Tradition. I gotta look up her name now. So Yaddle, Y-A-D-D-L-E, is someone that we actually saw in the movies. This isn't even... And we, and we saw her for maybe about five minutes. Who's Yaddle? It may sound familiar because it sounds like Yoda, because she is the female Yoda. What? What? When was she? Uh, how, how do you spell Yaddle? Y a d d l e. And will you show Jake a picture on your? So computer? it's like Waddle, but with a Y. Yes. All right, I'll show you. The- <laughs> oh my good heavens! <laughs> yeah. I want everyone who's listening what? to look this up as well at the same time. What is that? <laughs> it's Yoda with hair. It's Yoda with a wig it's on. It's like they just found this wig. It's like the, it's like they put Katniss's hair on Yoda. Well, in true story, they were building the Yoda uh, <laughs> character for the Jedi Council, and they said. I don't know if I really like that one. It's not quite the Yoda we wanted, even though the one they picked is terrible as well. The CGI one? Yes. Let's let's put hair on this one and make it a female Yoda. Yaddle. And call her Yaddle. But Yaddle. here's the thing. She was on the Jedi Council during episode Wait, one. Wait, is Yaddle canon? I don't think Yaddle's She canon. is canon because she's in episode one. She was in the movie. What? Yes. Female Yoda. Yes. I do not remember her at all. And she, Well, of course. Because there are all these people on the Jedi Council. It's like because you don't see other women because you're married. Yeah, so, <laughs> so there was Yaddle. And guess what? She was not in episode two or three on the Jedi Council. What happened to Yaddle? Let, let me tell you, Joel. All right, let me pull up my crawl. Okay, you guys ready? Oh, this is going to be a love story pitch. A long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. Star Wars. And there's no episode to this, so we'll just start it out. The Scarlet Yaddle. No. At a time during his 400th year... The young Jedi Yoda found an, one other of his people. Oh, God. This beautiful warrior, Yaddle, proved oh. to be Yoda's equal in all things related to the Force. No. For the first time, Yoda felt something stronger than the Force. Oh, stop it. He felt the Force of love. Jedis can't love. Yet, in the green throes of passion, Yoda had to make the ultimate decision to follow his heart or to stay on the Council of the Jedi. Yaddle, Yaddle also sat on the Council, and time would only tell until their timeless love would be found out. <laughs> okay, okay. First of all, I do not want to picture Yoda making out with anything. Listen, Yoda's, he, he's a man. <laughs> he's got needs. He's, <laughs> what? So actually, yeah, I was looking this up on the Wikipedia, and because there is no other reference to uh, Yaddle, actually her story was continued in the comics, in the comics that came out probably in the early 2000s. And because she didn't show up in episode two, so she had to kind of be explained away. 
And so she actually went on a mission. It was with Obi-Wan Kenobi and young Anakin. <laughs> no, this is this is they actually said. And they were sent to Mawan to restore peace to the lawless world. And she actually, there was a bomb. It was made out of who even knows, but there's a guy named Granta Omega. And she got this bomb and absorbed all the nuclear stuff and sacrificed herself. And then herself. she regenerated? She sacrificed herself. After, after absorbing the, the radiation in the TARDIS, she got regenerated yes. and became Yoda? <laughs> Deus Ex Machina. <laughs> <laughs> so she, she was actually killed on the mission. I don't know if that's canon for sure, but it was in the comics. According to canon, it just says, I was just looking this up here, it says, after the Battle of Naboo, she took a less active role in Jedi affairs. Like Yoda, she had great talent in the Force. That's pretty much okay. it. So um, actually, I was looking this up because I'm like, what is Yoda? Like, what kind of species is he? No one knows. Yeah. And he doesn't have a species. No. Uh, a lot of people thought he was Atlantic. <laughs> a lot of people thought that he was the last of his I love time. I'm trying to explain this like it's an actual thing. <laughs> I was about to say, Ken, don't you see the similarities here? Hmm. He's the last of his kind. Yeah. Fighting evil. Okay. Traveling through time in a giant blue box. <laughs> Yoda. Yeah. Or Yaddle. Yeah, or Yaddle. So, no, Yaddle. That's a bad idea. So this is the thing. Yoda actually sent her on this mission because he's like... Mm, go to your death, you will. Mm, oh, God. Yes. I did not anticipate there would be a Yoda impersonation on this show. <laughs> and so he sent her on this mission, hoping that she would just kind of disappear because he still wanted to be on the council. But guess what? She faked her death. And this is what the movie would be about. She faked her death because she was pregnant with Yoda's child. No! <laughs> no, listen to me. And she she didn't ever want to her tell Yoda. Her child will bring balance to the Force. And No, and she didn't want to tell Yoda and this boy, by the way, this baby's name is Yodel. Oh, God. And actually, if you watch the original trilogy, Yodel. you'll see many <laughs> hints of Yodel. <laughs> For example, when Luke leaves uh, Dag- the you know, Dagobah planet, right. uh, Yoda said he's talking to the ghost of Obi-Wan. He says, you know, no. Wait, we're not doing Yoda voice. Oh, yeah. Mm, uh, no, there is another. <laughs> another isn't Leia. Yoda has no idea about Ye- Leia. He actually felt the presence of Yodel. No, that is ridiculous. And that's why in the Force, actually, in Episode 8, which comes out in two years, we will see Yoda train the two new Jedis. And Yoda will be a big part of the series. Yoda? Yodel. Yodel, not Yoda. <laughs> I was going to say, Yodel. Ken, I don't know how to tell you this. Yoda died. No, Yodel, his I know, son. You said Yoda a couple times. Yeah. But wait, you're saying, you're saying this is about a Yoda relationship. You're like completely serious yes. about this? <laughs> Yoda relationship with Yodel. That's, that's the crux here. Yes. So it's basically, the last two. It's basically Yoda going, mm, sexy, you think I am? Yes. <laughs> no, I don't want to see that. Come into my spot. Pleasure you with me. Oh, no. Family friendly. <laughs> Family friendly, Kent. <laughs> no, but think about this. I don't want to think about it. Scarlet Yodel. No. Okay. Because that's worse. That, she is an outcast. That's worse than Admire Akbar. <laughs> no, the, the Scarlet, Scarlet Yaddle. Awesome. Come on. <laughs> Jake, would you see my movie? <laughs> you want to see Yoda make out with something? <laughs> I would never miss that movie. <laughs> yes, Disgusting. Yes. Actually, Jake, you should like just kind of comment on whether uh, you would watch the movie or you wouldn't watch the movies that we're presenting. Yeah, you know, yeah so far. So you have, what was your first one, Joel? Admire Akbar. I might skip that one. Channing Tatum has his shirt off, man. Yeah. If you're wondering what you want to watch Yoda make out, but you don't want to see Channing Tatum, I'll watch your second one though. The second one, the uh, who's Salacious Crumb? Yeah, Salacious Crumb. As I'm long as they one. have the uh, or Ragnar or whatever his name, is, Rancor, the, the Rancor in the movie. Well, he may be in there, but it's okay. most, that mostly takes place after. This I is going to be. I want to see how he's all misunderstood too, and is actually a good guy with his evil laugh. Well, he gets he gets evil. 
I mean, it's gonna he's, he can't stay is in the he, mob. Is it totally Breaking Bad? Is that what it's kind of like a Breaking Bad okay. thing? Yeah. He starts off kind of innocent. I would watch that. Okay. Yeah. Good. So, right. would you watch the Ewok movie once uh, Wicket goes dark? I I definitely would. Okay. I definitely Come on. would. And you would also watch the Scarlet Yaddle. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I think Scarlet Yaddle is my favorite. Actually. Okay. So <laughs> Okay, so I, mean, I just feel bad for Yaddle. She was in one movie in two scenes, and she doesn't even say no, anything. I, no, it's the thing is the older, the oh, older. I want to meet Yodel. The older of Yoda's race, females, they don't get roles later on. <laughs> <laughs> well done. It's topical. Ridiculous. Uh, okay, so this last one actually is a little more serious, but it's still ridiculous. All right, here's, I'm excited. Yeah, here's my crawl. Star Wars. <clears throat> the Millennial Millennium. What? Lando Calrissian is the big man on campus at his school on Socorro. He often had his head in the clouds, though, and wonders if there is more to his life than pop- popularity and gambling. Little does Lando know that his life is about to change with a new friend around the corner and a new ship that can make the Kessel run in less than 12 parsecs. Will Lando embrace his new life and purpose? Or will his card-playing, gambling, and scoundreling ways get him into trouble? Yeah. Thank you. I'd say that's probably not off the table, honestly. No. And yeah, I think Lando. Lando Calrissian. So, uh, by the way, fun fact, Billy D. Williams was 43 in Empire Strikes Back. All right. You and Carl Weathers? <laughs> According to Jimmy Cummings. Gonna... <laughs> so, obviously, this is going to be a younger story. He's going to be in school. And who's going to play Billy D. Williams? Jaden Smith. Oh, no. Yep. No. It's a new kind of swagger, baby. I was thinking like Donald Glover or something like that. I could see Donald Glover oh, yeah, doing yeah, that. Yeah, Why Donald did you Glover. make Jaden Smith Lando? Dude, it's Disney. <laughs> They're not going to do right casting. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you just ruined it. Like, I was like, okay, I'm, I'm cool with this. Disney's I want to see him walk around in a little blue cape that goes right past his so, shoulders. But Jaden Smith, he would actually wear that. In he reality. Would, he would wear that to prom or something like that. Yeah. So, okay, Lando, like I said, is a big man on campus. He's popular, and uh, he meets Lobot, a computer nerd. Yes, yes I love Lobot. <laughs> For those of you who don't know, Lobot is his sidekick in the movies in Empire, in Empire Strikes he's Back. He's reverse Geordi LaForge, basically. Yeah, he's, he's got the thing going on in the back of his head. He's a cyborg, but he's a computer nerd, and uh, he gets bullied and stuff like that, and then Lando ends up defending him, and they bond. And... I think it's going to be that buddy story, and I just want to see how he came about uh, getting the Millennium Falcon, and I want to see the card game known as Sabak, apparently, where he lost it to Han Solo. So essentially, by the way, can we talk about the twelve parsecs? Because I looked this up actually, okay. the Kessel Run. Yes, and parsecs. Well, that whole speech by Han Solo was actually a lie. What? Yeah, he, well, Han Solo is a liar. Who knew? What? But when he says he made the Kessel Run in twelve parsecs, that's actually not a unit of speed. That's a unit of distance. In fact, the Kessel Run is actually 18 parsecs long. Okay, is that helps out. you understand? <laughs> time out. So, <laughs> I can't so George this Lucas, is, this is might this be the deepest. Class? This might be no, the deepest say, we've ever gone into geekdom on Lucas, this show. George Lucas made up this dialogue and then went back and undercut his own dialogue by creating canon that went against it. Yes, this is like 20,000 leagues into the sea. We're like, that's so fast. And it's like it's not speed; it's length. Yes. So, okay. and so basically, he said he basically jumped time. To, to get it in 12 parsecs. Like, he jumped six parsecs or six miles of this Kessel Run. So he did run it in 12 parsecs. Uh, somehow, because, but not really, because it's not a unit of speed. According to whatever <laughs> like, you read. He's like, I ran a mile in a half mile. <laughs> that's kind of I mean, ridiculous. That's like what he's saying. No, he's saying, I, rag- I ran Ragnar in a mile. <laughs> yes. 
That's kind of weird. That's fast. But you know, fast. <laughs> clearly Harrison Ford is, you know, he's exaggerating. And that's kind of the character. No, but that but doesn't even make sense. If we're going to get down to the nitty gritty. So maybe it's just Harrison Ford or Han Solo is, he doesn't even know what he's talking about. Like the actual character is like, he's just making stuff up. It could be, but I just yeah. don't, I don't see why you'd create a line of dialogue. And then in your expanded universe, like make it not valid. No, that's, that's what I'm saying. Like, oh, you mean like point. when they made the prequels and then all of a sudden undercut everything that they did with Darth Vader and Luke Touché. Skywalker? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so uh, talking about the movie, which is called The Millennial Millennium, just so you guys know, just to emphasize that right there. And uh, we, would, we would essentially see the adventures of a smuggling ship led by a smooth and sarcastic captain along with a ragtag crew of, rag, ragtag crew of misfits and, oh wait, that's Firefly, isn't it? It's essentially the plot of, of yeah, Firefly. Yeah, yes, it is. But that's what Joss Whedon said it was based on. How about this, though? I like Because, like Jake said, this is not off the table. I think this could be part of the shared universe. If they want to combine the young Han Solo story with the Lando Calrissian story, they could do that with this. They may well do it. And it yep. may, they may go to the Kessel Run and make it like a Fast and Furious type movie where they're all running the Kessel Run. <laughs> with some alien the, the, ghost, the ghost of Paul some, Walker Some female. Will be there. Oh, too soon. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say some hot female alien body would be standing in space and going, ready, go. And Sebulba. Sebulba would be there. Sebulba would be there. Yes, he would. Da, da, ba, well done. Yeah. Well done. Yeah. All right. So is that, is that your final one? That's my final one. And I really and think it's actually they, legit. It's legit. They could make, I don't, it's not probably going to be a buddy story with him and Lobot, which by the way, naming a cyborg Lobot, just <laughs> come on, man. Put some creativity <laughs> into Lobot. it. <laughs> but... <laughs> Anyway, I think that one could be made, frankly. Yeah, I agree. And I would watch that one. But not with Jaden Smith. All right, Kent, let's hear yours. <sighs> All right, you ready? Wait, you would mean Jaden Smith in the movie, or you wouldn't go to the movies with Jaden Smith to watch it? Well, I would go with Jaden Smith, because that'd be cool. You know, I'd put it on my Instagram, and we'd be buddies. But I wouldn't see a movie with him in it. Hashtag buddies forever. <laughs> All right, you guys ready? I'm going to do the crawl first. All right. A long time ago, in a galaxy far, far away. Star Wars. That's a magic. Star Wars. You nailed it that time. That was funny. Illusion. <laughs> Michael. Episode 6.5. Assassin of the Sith. Hmm. On an isolated planet lives a young girl that has no consideration of the struggles between the Imperial Army and the Resistance. As she matures, she realizes incredible abilities and instantly knows she is like no other. This girl harnesses her abilities to be seen as a miracle and protector of her territory. Mm -hmm. Though as she gains powers of the Force, she also gains the attention of others on her planet. It's not long before there are others in the galaxy who have far more devious plans for young Mara Jade. Boom! I think that might be more boom if I had any concept of who Mara Jade is. Oh, come on! Really? Is she related to Jaden? She's not movies. She is not canon. Okay. But basically, I, you just gave me the plot of Carrie, Stephen King's Carrie. Carrie in space. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just know that... Space carrier. <laughs> no. Our listeners who just heard the name Mara Jade would love to see Mara Jade. And Joel, I know you're looking up right now. Yep. So let me explain. Me. Let me explain Mara Jade to you. So Mara Jade was picked up and I kind of made She looks up, like Jean Grey with a lightsaber. It, yeah, basically that's it. Um, I picture this movie to be like Chronicle, essentially, where she has no idea what the Force is, but she kind of just has these powers. She she can levitate. She can do all this stuff. She can read people's minds. She's like, well, this is cool. This is really good. And then it, actually in the non-canon so story. So she is 
Carrie and Jean Grey. Yeah, no, she is. Uh, I mean, come on. It's Star Wars novelizations. That's what She happens. doesn't have a canon tab. I know. It's all legend. Yeah. It, it really sucks, actually, because she's a great character. So the Emperor picks her up, at, you know, in the middle of the original trilogy. Uh, she's 14 years old, and she is an assassin. So he just sends her out on all these missions, and then he's like, Joel, could you say kill Luke Skywalker as the Emperor? Kill Luke Skywalker. And so she goes to kill Luke Skywalker, but guess what? They fall in love. What? Like, in what? the actual non-canon, they fall in love. This is Luke's girl? And they have children. <gasps> and then no. in the... Oh, no, it, it gets even deeper. There are, there are a series of books about this. I thought Luke and Leia got married. <laughs> I never oh, saw. I never it. saw. After, stop it. I never saw after Empire. I have no idea what happens. <laughs> That's gross. <laughs> so actually, in this non-canon, uh, she is actually killed by uh, Han and Leia's kid, Jason Solo. What? Why? Because he goes dark. Jason Solo goes dark. Yeah, and he and then he's killed by the Joker. <laughs> Jason Todd. Oh, okay. Jason Solo kills Luke Skywalker's wife. In the books, it's pretty messed up. It's pretty messed up, and I think it would be great for movies. And I. Honestly, think that Luke's going to have a kid, a secret kid in the new movies. Well, he'll have to have a kid at some point. And I point. think that they should make a spinoff for Mara Jade, who we never see or is referred to. And I think in my movie, it would actually be that. Uh, the Emperor dies, and she, it was like it was her final mission, so she's like, well, I'm going to get revenge on Luke Skywalker. And they go through this whole cat and mouse thing, and he keeps running away. And Little they fight. meet cute. Yeah, meet cute. And then, you know, there there is chemistry there, and they fall in love. Dude. And they have kids. And that's what we will got see. a lot of information on here. No, Marge is, is a huge character in I the Star no Wars Expanded Universe. Her. This is weird. Like, she is in fighting games. She is in, like, non-canon video games at this point. And I think she is the character that fans are upset that was is no longer a character. Based on Jacob's reaction of yawning right then, I'm assuming he's not going to see this one. Are you going to see Assassin of the Sith? It, it depends if there can be a time-traveling uh, part of this where she comes to Earth and saves Earth. What? Yeah. No. Maybe a crossover Quit with, ooh, with Guardians the of the Galaxy. Oh, Guardians. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's it. She could be one of the Guardians, and then she but can make out with Star-Lord. I think this would be a two-parter. I think I would really like to see a movie where basically a kid is like, oh, I have all these powers. And it's not just a superhero origin story. It's a Force origin story. Mm-hmm. And I think that'd be really cool. And then she gets brainwashed. And then the second movie is the whole chase after Luke Skywalker falling in love and then ends with her having a baby. Well, this only works if, I mean, if our listeners know who this person is. Because, I mean, I, I've never heard the if, name If someone's listening Joel to our Star Wars spinoff show, I assume that a great deal of them should know. Well, yeah. But, no, that thing is, I, I'd, be inter- no I'd, be, I'd be interested to know about her know. story. But you bring up a good point. I would actually love to see, and this is, this is one I hadn't even written down. But Luke make babies. I would look. <laughs> You'd like to see Yoda make babies. Yeah, wait a minute. Oh, Joel yeah. would like to see Luke yeah. make All of yours were relationship ones. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's true. All of yours were No, like, not the Ewok one. Yeah, you basically said that uh, Wicket got it on with someone, I'm pretty sure. No, no, everyone died, and Wicket was the only survivor. Yep. Well, that means something stuff. Wicket this way comes. <laughs> that's terrible. Except but, for you, yeah, No, no. I, you actually just inspired my mind with that Origins of the Force thing. I would love to see an animated spinoff, a children's animated spinoff about an anthropo- anthropomorphized no, lightsaber. <laughs> I want to see a, a lightsaber. lightsaber? Well, it starts as the crystal and stuff like that, and then it gets put in a lightsaber, and it's so happy, Made and then it gets Pixar. evil. and Yeah, and then it gets put in the hands of this Jedi and this Jedi, and we follow it. Coming soon great. from Pixar. Yeah, I would, exactly. I would watch that. You know what you should you would Lucky actually the lightsaber. Do you know what would be considered a, a, a Pixar... LucasArts masterpiece. What? Mini Calorians. It's the movie about it's like Inside Out, oh. <laughs> and it's Mini Calorians. And there's actually, too many yeah. of us inside Anakin's body. There's twenty million in Yoda. <laughs> you know, it's it would be all about Mini Calorians, but Inside Out style. 
I got, yeah, that, that. I can't end on that. That's terrible. <laughs> so speaking speaking of Disney, well, Pixar, I, I have a pitch. I want to know what you guys okay. think. Okay. Do you want us to play the music? Inspired by Batman, Batman versus Superman, right? Mm-hmm. I want to see Wally versus R2-D2. <laughs> Why would they fight? It's what would bring them? be R2. What would bring them to fight? You know, oh, geez, Kent, you're going to get so fact-checked. Anakin Skywalker had 27,700 midi-chlorians, and Yoda has 17,700. You were up in the millions, man. No, my, right. you, my Wikipedia said 20 million. I remember millions. The in internet the, in the lied to me. What? The internet? It never lies. <laughs> So okay, so go ahead. They're going to fight over the female robot in Wally, right? Because R two Eve. Eve, oh yeah, Eve. So Eve C three PO. Nope. Eve, that was close. That was close. That was yeah, like, Eve's going to run into R two. Like Gizmo, you know, and there's going to be some sparks flying, huh? Sparks. Yeah, yeah. Well done. Metal. Well done. Well okay. Yeah. No. <laughs> hey, no. hey, he's listened to us for like an hour. I know. <laughs> I just, but I have to say, I said no to your ideas too. <laughs> all right, all right. So, uh, so what do you think? Oh, that's it? That's no. it. That's it. Um, I'll watch it on DVD with my kids. <laughs> yeah, I'll watch it on DVD with I'll my skip, kids well. I'll skip that one, too. <laughs> but listeners, I was going to say, if you can, not if you can, please do. <laughs> if you can, bring yourself to type. Exactly. Your suggestions. Listeners, if you could go to BaconSale.com or on Facebook, we're on Facebook as well, or on iTunes Leaves Review, but on BaconSale.com and on our Facebook page and our Twitter, let us know which one of these spinoffs you would stand behind and you would enjoy. You know, and let me give a little bit of credit because I did get some help, especially from my our, our female Star Wars fans, and there are so many of them. You cheated? I, I got That's help. why you had relationships in all of yours. No, it's, <laughs> you know what? You're right. <laughs> Bamboozled. All mine were like buddy comedies, and yours so, were about relationships. For example, Emily, who's on the War Horse versus War Machine podcast, everyone should go listen to it. She wanted to be to this show, but we recorded a bad time, so yeah. I didn't invite her. I'm actually listening to her show right now right as we're now. recording and you love it right that's why i haven't been paying attention so she is a star wars fanatic she has been begging to be on a star wars show that we do and in fact when we review star wars uh, episode seven she will be here do you think she might giggle during star wars references or previews or anything? no she'll, she'll, be, she'll be dropping truth hammers she she she'll, will be our fact he'll say it's like two million and she'll be like no that anakin skywalker had the highest ever recorded count of midi chlorines at over twenty thousand. Like, yeah, there you go. That's I swear it was said. millions in the show. No, it was millions. It's, it's I'm canon. Reading, You're I'm looking at legend. I'm We're reading talking Wikipedia about canon right here, now. So she loves Star Wars, and she, you know, she would love to be on a Star Wars show. And you know what? Honestly, she came up with the uh, the whole Yaddle suggestion because Yaddle is ridiculous. Oh, come and on. That's hilarious. Good for you, Emily. Um, but, <laughs> but I, but I, I did make it more of a love story. I think that was my fault. And then Beth, who we all know, actually came up with the person on an isolated planet that discovers powers and i made it mara jade because mara jade's awesome so essentially i came up with my own ideas and you ripped off other people no other people gave me an inkling and i went i ran away with it and i think i ran away with this show mm-hmm. it wasn't it wasn't a competition but now it is <laughs> <laughs> so thank you to so everyone you want, who gave suggestions yes yeah, so if you want to vote for ken's ripoff stories let him know if you want to <laughs> you know my original ideas that i came up with let me know or like, my idea which i also came up with somebody else mark you jerks! <laughs> Dude, this is on my own. Here's the thing: you use Star Wars fanatics. I was like Yoda this. on Dagobah, all by myself and going mad. Yeah, I know. And Yoda was looking for his deadbeat father. No, <laughs> this is ridiculous. Yoda's deadbeat father. But please, He's still alive. <laughs> Check us out on iTunes and give us a review there. We'll be happy to hear from you. I'm. You can find me on Twitter at at seven eight six Joel. You can find me at at Kenny three DD on Twitter and Instagram and ShowtimeShowdown.com. dot mm-hmm. And you can find me, Jacob, um, at Jacob A. Rogers. 
on Twitter. Yep. Yay. And thank you for listening to Bacon Sale. I have a bad feeling about this. What happened to Yaddle? Mm, sexy, you think I am? Yes! It's basically like bears eating people. Yes, little tiny adorable bears eating people. We're gonna die. Alright, I admit, I wasn't with you until I became a Sith Lord. Despite his tough and crude personality, Malakili cared deeply for beasts. Let's just all agree it was a D-plus on Kent's scale and a 2 on Joel's. Pleasure you with a B. Oh, no. (laughs) Family friendly. (laughs) The internet lied to me. What? The internet? It never lies. (laughs) Channing Tatum has his shirt off, man. Yeah. I would never miss that movie. (laughs) But you know what's weird? As bad as it is, it's still better than episode one. It's a trap!